Yo, what's up, people? Welcome to the 28th episode of the Undiluted Podcast. It's JP once again. What's up? Y'all with me today? My co-host, Mike. What up? What it do, man? Been been a minute, but I'm welcome happy that uh, about this. I know, right? I, I need that uh that theme is a welcome back. <laughs> He's back once again. He took a vacation on our ass. And shout out to my to my daughter Skylar, man. She keeps me busy. What up, Sky? <laughs> <laughs> when you hearing this, like years from now, you gonna be like, oh, God, daddy, I like anime too. Right. Take this out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, um, this episode today is about the movie Dragon Ball Super Broly. So, um, yeah, if you listening to this right now, obviously you check that out. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Well, as much as I did. Well, I, I'm, hey, you enjoyed it, Mike? I loved it, man. You know, it, it, it took me back, you know, to my Dragon Ball Z days in the, you know, in the 90s and uh, early 2000s. So it was, it was great to see, man. That's what's up, man. That, me, um... I'm like one of the OG fans. Like I've been watching Dragon Ball since I was 12 years old. I'm 32 years old now, for those who don't know. And um, like I, I've been there since um, Dragon Ball Z was on Fox. And before that, I was watching Dragon Ball, the um, original show. Uh, I, I don't even remember what network that was on. So don't ask me, Google that shit. Part of a Cartoon Network. Nah, hell no, nah, it wasn't even on that. So Y'all ass got Google though. Look that shit up. I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck. Look it up. Um, but yeah, it, it back then when I was watching Dragon Ball, they kept playing the same shit over and over again. Uh, the Frieza soccer, and uh, Frieza is in this movie. Uh, Frieza did this thing. He turned into a golden Frieza. Mm-hmm. Got down to the get down with my boy Broly in this movie. Got his ass handed to him with his hat in his coat. Yeah, Thank you, sir. Thanks for coming out, sir. Um, but uh, yeah, it was man. Overall, it was a great, it was a great movie. Like for you people who are not like these nitpicky ass, anal ass critics that are <laughs> actually fans of Dragon Ball, you love this shit. Yeah. You had to have loved this shit just as much as we did. So we gonna dive into the nitty gritty right off the top. So. What was your thoughts overall? Man, uh, like you know, uh, like I was saying earlier, uh, it just took me back. You know, it's like you can literally not watch like Dragon Ball GT or, or the the storylines after Dragon Ball oh, Z yeah. or GT, and you know, definitely you probably want to check out Super, uh, you know, watch that uh that Tournament of Power. This story kind of yeah. starts like yeah. right after that, and. Um, and it was just, you know, even if you didn't even watch that, you know, like what happened after Dragon Ball Z, because, you know, Dragon Ball Z is part of the most important storyline. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just like, it was just fun to watch, you know. You, you know, they had a lot of characters in there. There was a few characters they didn't have. I was kind of surprised they didn't, they didn't pop up. But uh, other than that, uh, I loved it, man. I liked, uh, they paid homage to a lot of stuff, even to the old older Broly movie. Cause this kind of felt like it was a remake of that a little bit, you know. Uh, 
So it, I think they were just like trying to pull everything all together since, you know, Dragon Ball Z is getting like, and it's always been a high demand, but it's not like they really trying to polish up the whole series and brand and, and really be consistent on the storytelling and just, you know, push it to like. And I like this, how this movie even pulled everything. It kind of pulls everything together. That's how I feel. And it was just great, you know, how they uh, did the Broly storyline. I love the, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie just get you because it's, like, great writing and, you know, they telling, the, you know, the history and, you know, they, you know, they, they just paying homage to, you know, what was going on. I mean, this is a story before Dragon Ball. I mean, how they was telling the first 20 minutes, it could have been, like, just sayings. <laughs> You know, it could have been the name of the, the story on how they was, you know, telling about their planet and the king and everything. Everybody know about Prince Vegeta and King Vegeta. You know, it was cool to see uh, Goku's dad. You know, uh, it kind of reminded you, you know, everybody trying to make the comparison between Goku and Superman. Kind of <laughs> very similar stories. And, but, yeah, uh, very. Yeah. And, but other than that, man, to bring it all, I loved it because it, it, the nostalgia, it, it made me feel like a little kid again. And, you know, it had everything that you you want in a Dragon Ball Z movie if you were a true fan back up in the 90s. And, uh, you know, so I loved it, bro. When he says everything that you want, man, they got his great animation, um, his great comedy, uh, there's great shit anything that you could want when it comes to dragon ball uh mm -hmm. one thing i did notice that i'm just now thinking about there was no master roshi or yep. or krillin for you people that's fans of those guys i mean i mean uh, damn wait gohan wasn't even in the shit yeah gohan. Well, well gohan was in there he was uh with trunks i didn't that was gohan oh he was yeah, he was, uh, remember, uh, they was looking for the Dragon Balls and it got stolen from out of Bulma's um, laboratory. Trump's, oh, yeah. like... That, that was very minimal. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, Gohan didn't Go say anything. All right, yeah. I'll say this. Gohan isn't in the movie in a significant way that you would want if you were a Gohan fan. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a Gohan a, fan. Me as a Gohan fan, um, the father and son, Kamehameha Wave, is my second... Father and Son, Kamehameha Wave is, um, like I said, my second favorite Kamehameha Wave. Like, that shit was great. It was excellent. Mm -hmm. Like, when he killed Cell. If you're a Dragon Ball fan, I don't need to dive further into that. Like, he, right. man, blew his ass down, like Chicago <laughs> people say. Um, Every Cell was gone. <laughs> <laughs> blew all them Cells away. But, um, yeah, overall, this movie, I, as a Dragon Ball fan, I give it a 10 out of 10. Like, yeah. I fucks with it heavy. I want to see another one. I love this new version of Broly. Um, yeah. I like how they gave him a new backstory. Um, I, my only gripe, uh, my only criticism is I wish Toriyama would have went to the extent to uh, point it out. Like, he could have did something as simple as this. Okay, well, the last saga, with Trunks coming back from his time period. Um, yeah, I thought that was real smart of him, though, because if people don't watch the series, they don't know. Like, they they, they kept the future stuff out of it. No, uh, I but thought, no, no. This, this is something that out as far as overall. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think, I think, because it bothers me. 
I don't like retconning and just, you know, Xing out certain things. So GT, as a fan of Dragon Ball, I follow GT. I've seen every episode. Um, I think Toriyama should have used that Trunks saga with uh, Black Goku Black, uh, Zamasu. Should have used that shit and presented it as okay. Now that we dealt with this, um, the future timeline will be different now. Like it would have took less than anything to just okay. Well, this is what it is right now because Trunks came back again, so that changed the timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just, you know, don't just feed us some shit and just say, oh, well, y'all already know what it is as fans, so fuck it. No. Write it, execute it, do it, and then we take it from there. Well, so what would you like to, and like you said, you would like to sing uh, older Trunks, or you said that, that Black Goku? Oh, no, not as far as the movie, but I meant like, as far as the sagas that came before. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Because the saga before the um, Tournament of Power, they had a saga where Zamasu, a.k.a. Goku Black, uh, he gave them hell, and um, Trunks came back from his time period, and uh, Trunks ultimately ended up killing Zamasu and being the fucking savior. And that was surprising because a lot of people who frustrated with uh, Dragon Ball and Toriyama, they frustrated with the fact that Goku is always the one who saves the day and kills the big bad, the enemy, the big bad boss or whatever. And um, Trunks ended up being that person, this saga. Mm-hmm. And um, now, was, sorry. That, was that saga GT or Super? Super. Okay. And I'm gonna say once again, I already said it. If y'all didn't catch it, fuck GT. Yeah. GT GT no longer exists. It's, yeah. it's not canon. So fuck it. But I will say that I liked a lot um GT Super Saiyan 4 form. It was great. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I could do an entire episode about GT and why I don't like GT, but fuck GT at the end of the day. So I'm gonna ask you this, Mike. Uh, what did you think of the ending of this? The ending. Hmm. Uh, so the ending, I, you know, I like the the respect. You know, I like the, uh, you know, this this Broly more so than the one that we you know back back when in the uh, early uh, 2000s and in, uh, in, in, uh, in the late 90s, I should say. Because yeah, it, uh, it was way before that, but that's when we was introduced mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, yeah, that's when Broly pops up, and you know he's supposed to be the first Super Saiyan. So, uh, I, you know, like I like, I just like that this, you know, this Broly seems to have some type of character. You know, they try, they tried to write it like that. You know, it's kind of tough to just push that in there, but you can see where they're trying to go with it. And you know, it's a step, it's a leap, a leap of faith, kind of on how the fans will take it. I actually like it because it's like it's it's definitely different than the other Broly, but you can see why. This, this dude's how they told his story would have some type of character, you know, and you know, would have his own, you know, his own mindset. So I liked how they, they opened it and left it open. You I'm going to ask you this too. Um, Goku, in a way, reminds me of um, 
fuck it, I'll say Goku in a way reminds me of LeBron James in a way because okay, he's a he's can't wait for this analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Goku, he takes his toughest oppositions and toughest on foes, and he makes them his allies. And um, Mm -hmm. you got guys like um, not only LeBron, you got Stephen Curry. Who has done this several times? He's brought in Andre Iguodala, and some of you who not too familiar with Andre Iguodala, when um, Iguodala went to Denver, um, Andre Iguodala ended up going to Golden State, and then you got um, my boy Demarcus Cousins, who was with New Orleans and with the Sacramento Kings, and now he's with Golden State. I always think of Goku, man, and. It's like Goku always gives his opposition his best, but then he ends up with no bullshit reasons or no like there's there's not an ounce of negativity inside Goku. He looks at it as you can be my ally, let's do this. And so do you see that as a sign of weakness in Goku or do you think like that's a sign of greatness in Goku. It's a little bit of both, and it's, it's kind of I understand why you you know uh, you compare to LeBron. Me personally, I think he's like Superman because Superman is the exact same way. Uh, he always try to see the good or with somebody, but Superman dude has a dark side to him where he ain't he ain't gonna team up with you if you just straight out killing people. <laughs> of regardless of. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of, so I don't think he will team up necessarily with a freezer or let alone bring him back to life. <laughs> but uh, I think it, I think a little bit both times. Your question, you know, it's a good and bad thing because he can get stabbed in the back. But I think he also had this this type of um, <clears throat> inferior, you know, arrogance to him as well because I think he feel he can't be get, get killed. And I think that's why he carried himself like that. I don't know. Plus, Lord Freezer, um, he, I don't know. I, I thought he stole the show and that man. He was pretty funny. I like. I, I typically, uh, usually like Freezer, but I and I know. used to hate him. For some reason, I don't like Freezer anymore. And I'm like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. what did what did you think about the canon now canon version of Gogeta? That's the fusion between uh for y'all who don't know. Yeah. Um Gogeta was already in the movies and shit like that, but um some of us didn't realize that Gogeta wasn't canon, and that's when Goku and Vegeta do fusion dance and then they turn it to Gogeta. So what was your thoughts as far as Gogeta? I thought you know, I, man, they made him very, very powerful as usual. You know, uh I thought Broly, to be honest with you, could match that power. You know, I thought it would be more of a a, a scrap. Because Broly, he, you know, he, he like the Hulk. <laughs> That's obvious. He just gets stronger and stronger, regardless of what you throw at him. So it was kind of, it was kind of, you know, interesting to see how they did that. But, you know, at some point, you know, you, you know, uh, you got to, you know, get get rid of the antagonist. So, <laughs> so got to write that in there somehow. So, but. I thought I, I didn't think he'd be as powerful as Broly because Broly is, you know, just the Hulk of, of the Dragon Ball Z saga in my mind. You 
know, he just gets stronger and stronger regardless of what you do to him. And he's the first Super Saiyan, so. That's what's up. Um, <clears throat> I think it was pretty cool towards the end what he, um, what he asked Goku, what's his name? And um, yeah. like, my name is Goku, but you can call me Kakarot. And anybody who's familiar with the old movies that involved uh, Broly uh, know for a fact that he was always saying Kakaratu, Kakarot, Kakarot, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. And he was saying that because um, it, it was a shallow ass reason why he had a beef with Goku back then. It was because Goku, when they were kids, uh, he kept crying and kept them up or whatever and kept disturbing him. So that was some shallow shit. So yeah. I, I love that they went into some shit that actually meant something with this. And mm-hmm. and it, it was basically political, but it was political from a standpoint of somebody who could view anything as, okay, I can understand why this character did this or this character did that. Mm-hmm. So, I thought how his uh how his father went out. I thought they could have done more with that. It was just damn. He was there and then he was gone. <laughs> no, that that was pretty funny though, actually, because it was like Freezer <laughs> was like, oh, I remember when I killed Krillin and Kakarot went fucking Super Saiyan. Kakarot, aka Goku. Kakarot went fucking Super Saiyan. So hmm, let's see something. Kill you. Mm-hmm. You're dead. Hey Broly. Hey look. Hey this motherfucker's dead now. What the fuck? Right. Like, whoa. <laughs> you know, you know, you know the funny thing about Freezer, man. I remember, you know, watching this cartoon as a kid. Everybody trying to figure out is that a girl or a boy with that voice, man? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of funny, but I you know, I, it's a boy. I mean, so but I think it's a unisex shit, uh, if you ask me. So Yeah, that's something else though. Um mm-hmm. That's something else that I didn't think about because, mm. but in this yeah, one, Frieza is clearly a male, but yeah. back then, yeah, Frieza did sound like a, a guy. I mean, a girl slash guy or whatever. Yeah, because you know, he's like, man, what is that? Why, why are you talking like that? So I guess they try to make him more evil sounding a little bit, but it was kind of funny. Uh, but it's kind of it was you know, it's always been confirmed. You know, Frieza is a male. But uh, it, you know, you kind of got to ask, you know, the confirmation with you know seeing his father. You know, this is my son. You know, so yeah. Do you want to see more Broly? Most definitely, man. Uh, I like to see him try to get more involved and get more in tune into the series and see where they go from there. You know, uh, I like how they, uh, you know, he, he seemed like he, you know, he he one of the good guys. He just got brung up the wrong way. Yeah, the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And I like how they paid, you know, when he transformed to this last level, you know, they he pretty much was like the Broly we're used to seeing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in, the, uh, in these older the movies. Green type of aura. Mm-hmm. That and uh, he had, his hair went gold, and but he, you know, his eyes went, went white and on no pupil. I like that Broly. So. Who would you say out of all of the Dragon Ball characters is your favorite? My favorite, uh, well, I always feel like the strongest one is Gohan. Uh, I, I got, I got like something is about you know with him when he gets angry and he goes. Even when he was a little kid, everybody used to say like he's gonna be a problem. 
everybody likes Goku, man. I'm a Piccolo fan. Uh, I guess it's between uh, uh, Gohan and uh, and Goku. If I had to really choose between one, oh no, I would say um, hmm. Well, number one, everybody know Goku is my favorite fan. I mean, uh, not fan, but my favorite character. Uh. Vegeta, I appreciate Vegeta for who he is. Uh, he's yeah. always like trying to, even though I'm not the strongest, I'm fighting to be the strongest type of guy. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? This Gogeta thing, though, I felt like I felt like they could have tried a little bit harder to emphasize how much stronger. Um, Goku and Vegeta would be if they combined and fought somebody like Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that fight right there, man. Uh, it would be interesting to see uh, when that in that last blast hit Broly, he was transported to his uh, home planet. It would be interesting to see how Broly took that blast because they're trying to make it seem like, oh man, he's gone after this one. <laughs> but I, I highly doubt it. Doubt that would happen. I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah. yeah uh, so it was. Uh, I love the, the the first 20, 30 minutes of the, of the movie was probably like the best parts to me. Other than the, you know the fight scenes, um, I love the the comedy and man, I love when Goku, <laughs> uh, Vegeta flew up out of there and hey, they like uh, ran Broly into freezer. That was the funny part. Like, like here you go, freeze. Good luck. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and handle this. Uh, so it was interesting, you know. Uh, I thought Freezer would be more of a competition. Like he seemed like he was, you know, you, you know. When I'm used to seeing Freezer, you know, you know, like Brody, can't nobody stop me. But he seemed like he was really taking the back seat because he got defeated so many times. I guess. <laughs> He's letting them duke it out, but I, I thought he'd been able to hold, you know, more, more of a, his own uh, work, work, whatever. I don't know. Um, Freezer, that motherfucker, man. He. <laughs> well, first of all, like you said, we couldn't tell if Freezer was a girl or a guy, but um, Freezer, a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I used to hate him, man. Dragon Ball Z days. Oh, man. And Fox, they took so long, and they just, uh, yeah, we gonna put out this episode, put out reruns, and I don't know, man. Fuck. I don't know. Like, See, I, I never knew Dragon Ball Z was on Fox. I always watched it on uh, Cartoon Network. No, I, I watched it. I'm an OG. I'm a vet in this shit. Y'all gotta respect me in this shit. Put some respect on my name. No, but I'm just playing. But um, yeah, I, I've been watching this shit since Sailor Moon, since Pokemon, since all that shit. So, um, mm-hmm. but as far as this though, fuck Freezer. Like, uh, trash. Yeah. And he in it, ironically, I love it that Freezer is still trying to face them and beat them. Like no, it's never gonna happen. 
you shit yeah. in the trash. Lord Frieza, I'll Kamehameha your ass out the building. Uh, with that spirit bomb, little man. Nah, in our generation, ain't no spirit bombs gonna happen. Yeah, I know. Well, he got his, I'll, uh, I'll break half down his body. I'll break down why. Because everybody want to see somebody downfall. All these pussy motherfuckers just want to sit back and see somebody like fall off or they downfall or whatever. They ain't about to put their hands up and make sure somebody defeat the enemy, even if they say they own damn life. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway. I, thought, I thought it was interesting uh, to see Frieza destroy that planet of Vegeta like he did. You know, you know, they made it. It's like this level of power. Is so like it fluctuates. How can that one, the, this this dude, you show how powerful he is in the beginning of everything. Then when it comes time to fight him, it's like that power off that one little finger. You don't really get to. You think he'd be on some Broly type stuff as far as how to, you know, how they supposed to showcase these cats' power. But I thought it was a little fluctuation in, the, in there. I'm like, this dude can destroy a planet with one finger. You know, I don't think he should be getting whooped like he been getting whooped. But that's just my little opinion there. I mean, well, it happens because I'll break it down like this. Certain um, individuals might not have techniques that certain other people don't. I mean, certain other people do, you know? So, I might be able to whoop your ass, but another motherfucker might not be able to. I guess that's a, a good way of looking at it. But it's, it's still it's still a little off on how they showcase uh, the character's power. You know, man, he, he killed, it's like he killed the whole planet with one finger. You know? Yeah. Like, damn, you know, and here Goku doing spirit bombs with two hands take him two episodes to to get the power. You know, you know how they used to drag out the uh, damn uh, episodes. I can definitely understand that, man. I can definitely understand that. Yeah, so but overall, man, I loved it, man. Uh, the the comedy, the nostalgia, um, felt like we I was in the 90s again. Watching Dragon Ball Z and uh, man, waiting for the, the next episode every every week when they was dropping like that. Uh, it, it felt like Dragon Ball Z. That's what it felt like, you know. And Dragon Ball Z, you know that that that's the one that you know launched you know launched them into the stratosphere as far as popularity and everything. And it kind of brought everything to a fold, especially how they told the. Uh, you know, their early uh, days as a Super Saiyan. So it was cool. Even seeing Radix and uh, little, little Vegeta, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. That brings about <clears throat> the point of the comedy. Um, the comedy was pretty good, man. I liked it. It was cool as fuck. I, they, yeah, it probably, probably would have been even more funnier if they had uh, Master Roshi in there. Hell yeah, Master Roshi, the man. That dude, that used to have me, have me rolling, man. <laughs> what you think about the fact that um, 
I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this because there's like a huge amount of people who are pissed off. Like, damn, we want Vegeta to be the one that ends the enemy. Like, it, it's like they go hard about this shit too. How you feel about Vegeta? Uh, he one of them, uh, them characters that's like, he probably gonna be the most popular character. You know, uh, he probably is, uh, cause he got, he got like a little cult following. Uh, you know, uh, even how he look and he's probably the most drawn, easy drawn character cause of his face and everything. And, you know, my cousin, a huge fan of Vegeta. I feel he, I don't know, man, that's a, I think in order for him to get his full amount of respect, Goku has to be totally out of the picture. And, and I think they could, they they should try to make a series focus or a saga focus on him. When, you know, if Goku dies and he's just holding it down and doing it his way, you know, I think that would be interesting to watch. And also, it'd be more of a challenge for Toriyama as well to write it that way. It's not out of the realm of possibility either because there has been tons of episodes where Goku is totally out of picture. So why not get that, pay that homage to Vegeta? Because usually when Vegeta is always in the in the story, it's about him working out, or it ain't really ain't about him fighting any, you know, no true boss. I mean, if he is fighting them, he's getting banged and hurt. But we'd like to see him at least get the win. I, you know, I think I don't, I don't understand. I guess he guess he need a a good guy and a and a good bad guy to stay that way. But I think that's all on Toriyama, but I would like to see it. You know, because uh, I gotta put you up on Prince Vegeta, man. That Vegeta is that man. Mm -hmm. Mama, that goes that man. That's him. Uh, Vegeta. I don't know. He he he's always second in command when it comes to Goku and things like that. But um. I guess he's spending his entire life trying to break out of the shadow of Goku. Yeah, that's why I say you gotta remove Goku out of the picture unless you just don't. Unless Vegeta instantly gets stronger all of a sudden, but Goku got so much experience and, and power up on him, <laughs> leg up on him, you know. I don't know how possible that's gonna be, but you just have to totally write Goku out of the out of the script and uh, for us to really give Vegeta that number one or pay homage to him and, and probably the right way. I would like to personally see him take down a, a boss or, you know, some people, some big enemy by himself. Who's your, um, who's your favorite anime character? Like, period. Ooh, great question, man. Uh... <clears throat> Now, this is uh, my my favorite anime movie is Ninja Scroll. I think that's uh, probably the best one probably ever made down there. And it's a character that I call uh, Jin Bay or Jun Bay. It's a samurai, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's probably my my favorite one. Yeah, that's what's up. Check out Ninja Scroll, guys. If you haven't, you won't be disappointed. Great movie. Yeah. One thing I can say, uh, I just really wanted to hear like that anthem that plays when Goku goes 
Um, like that, 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 yeah, I mean, I would have loved to see Krillin. You know, it was cool to have Piccolo in it. No, I mean, I, I was I was one of the people that was a Krillin fan. Funny dude, man, with a lot of heart. I don't think he was trash, man. He just he only could do he only could do what he could do. Ain't no harm in that. Trash. So he you can you can uh, he the reason why his sacrifice or death. Why Goku is where he at? Yeah, I mean, the people who are nice, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, there's Jimmy Olsen and then Superman and hey, Jimmy, but no, I'm not the nice guy. Fuck Krillin. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck the whole Dragon Ball Z team. Fuck Frieza, fuck Krillin, mm-hmm. the good. <laughs> I ain't gonna say all that. I love certain aspects of Dragon Ball Z, but nah, Krillin, fuck. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. <clears throat> Why you don't like Krillin? Uh, I'll tell you a couple of reasons why. Um, Krillin ended up marrying Android uh, 17, yeah. I believe. I, I remember that. Yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, you served your purpose. You ended up, Frieza picked you up, and oh, let me blow up this guy. Or whatever he wanted to kill the character and um Goku ended up Goku for the first time turned Super Saiyan because of the death of Krillin for y'all who don't know you know some shit now yeah what up um mm-hmm. yeah but I don't know it's just a thing that always stuck with me that I'm like uh it, it, it is what the fuck it is yo Okay, okay. You sound like you don't like him because uh, he just weak and it's powerful. He always getting beat up. No, it ain't even that. It's just something that I'm always looking at. Like, I don't give a fuck. So, he's not a character that I give a fuck about. So, I, I apologize to somebody who is looking for a deep reason. It is what the fuck it is, man. Life goes mm-hmm. on. Failure, man. Failure. It ain't really too mean. I know I couldn't stand Freeze, uh, man, uh, back in the day. That dude there, I ain't, you know, just couldn't stand him. I, I, I the one villain that I really loved that was funny as hell to me was Majin Buu. <laughs> that dude there was a piece of work. Cell was on one as well. But, uh, that was pretty much it, man. You know, uh, Krillin, uh, I'm a fan of. Just, uh, I, I kind of wish they would have had him in the movie. So, you know, it, you know, either him or if not both him and Master Roshi. That was my own party, my only critique. If I, if I really did have had one. Oh, that's what you said. Um, <clears throat> is there any characters from this movie that you would like to see some different things, like or some? 
alternate things done to him? Great, another great question. Uh, cause I ain't never thought of that. Ooh. Hmm. Like, would you like? I don't know. I, I think, okay, personally, it was great to see Broly get his ass whooped and then he do his own thing. And then they, like, okay, what should we do now? You know, that was cool. Mm-hmm. But do you see any shit like, hmm, let me do my own spin on it? Like, uh, I mean, other than, uh, I like to see uh, Broly, uh, uh, you know, like, I like to see what happens next with him and how they uh, fat him into the whole universe. Um, I thought it was funny them having, uh, you know, there's, uh, here's another critique, you know, I'm getting tired of that destroyer dude looking like, you know, the Mew, the Mewtwo looking dude, <laughs> uh, Pokemon looking dude, but, uh, you know, I thought it was like he ain't really didn't serve no purpose being in the movie. I thought. Uh, Which one? Uh, the, the destroyer. Uh, what's that dude's name? He's uh, watching a baby. Oh, Beerus. Yeah, Beerus. I always forget his name. Yeah, uh, you know. It, you said I, Beerus. You don't yeah. feel serve a purpose. In that in this movie, no. In this movie in particular, no. Oh, he should. Uh, cause he, he ain't do nothing. He was just what? just there. I thought he would have been, he would have been okay being out of it, out of the movie altogether. I would have put it like this. I would have. I respect the character. I love you know. Do is a beast. But for the stuff he did in the movie, I would have rather him put in Krillin and Master Roshi over him. If that make any sense. Yeah, I can understand that. Why you would yeah. put them up? Yeah, yeah but. Yeah, but not as far as like fighting uh, or or significance or importance and not like that. But just as the nostalgia, like I feel like he didn't really do much throughout the movie. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, uh, I mean the servers of Freezer did more than him. He was just like you know just a picture of the movie. But you know it's the you know I think I love to see Broly. Uh, them do more with them. I would like to see them, you know, just write them in a few sagas. Um, they could do a lot with that. Um, it's interesting to see Freezer back and going, you know, doing the same thing. And I like to see the uh, the team on Earth. See see what's good with them. What. Like when it comes to Dragon Ball, period. Like, what's your end game for Dragon Ball? What you want to see be like the ultimate end game for Dragon Ball? Yeah, I actually thought that tournament of power was gonna be damn near the end of it. Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, they did so much already. I don't know what what, what more that could be done. I haven't really heard of anything on no new villains pop up here and there. You know, uh, Goku don't beat everybody. Uh, the only thing they haven't done was pretty much fight, you know, fight each other. They have and they haven't, but it was like, they, they can probably, you know, step that up a little bit. 
or somebody do something real serious, you know, kill somebody on the team or somebody just go crazy. I mean, Vegeta, you Goku go crazy. Something snaps in his head. And he can't, you know, he just go off the rails and Vegeta has to find a way to kill him. That's just me just talking shit out outside of my neck, but I'm just thinking. Um, all right, well, it, it's a, it's about to wrap up soon. Um, I love the fact that um, this was ultimately a huge success period for all of us. Like, whether you write anime, you make anime, these anime shows, whatever. Success. Yeah, I mean, even if like a person like me, I, I don't even follow after after Dragon Ball Z and after a few months or a few episodes of watching GT and watching the the tournament, you know, the power, the tournament of power. You know, it was like watching this was a refresher for me, and, uh, and it was like just to pay homage to why I fell in love with Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z in the first place. It really had everything, you know, you would like. And, uh, and you know, by watching this cartoon, this anime, I should say, I'm sorry. And it was just awesome, man. It's like, I mean, you look in the theater, it was people of all ages, all races, you know, very diverse. It was cool to see that, man, you know, just people being, being themselves and being nerds and enjoying what we were watching. A lot of laughter, a lot of cheering, some clapping. You know, it was just cool, man. Cool experience, and it it brought me back to you know in the, in, the, in the late '90s, where you know what I used to do as a kid. I used to record it on VHS. I know we don't have VHSs no more, but at a VCR, I record it and come on Cartoon Network on the network the new episodes. This is back in like '96, '95. We recorded at football practice. We run back home and. But watch the, you know, what happened, you know, the Freezer Saga was the part of the most, you know, powerful saga, you know, during that time period. And man, when we was watching this stuff, it, we'd come home, the football team come to my mom's crib, we'd watch it, and, and we'd go back to school the next day talking about, damn, this, you know, this shit just got real. And, you know, it was cool, man, that, watching this movie brought all that, those feelings back, man. And so, man, Mr. Toriyama, man, you're the man with for this, man. It was part of the best anime, you know, show that I've, you know, I've ever watched. Or I think it was my first one. But I think either them, this between uh, Dragon Ball Z and uh, Runner Warriors. Awesome. I don't know. I, I, I got a love-hate relationship with Toriyama, man. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Toriyama, um, Keep doing your thing, and um, I, I love that that we even got presented with the possibility that we can even have some shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, Muscle. so yeah, for it to be in America and how to, you know, it's like, man, it comes to the big screen like that. I know it's been a few Dragon Ball Z movies that, you know, do the Phantom events, but for this to be like premiere out here like it, it has in the, in the States has been pretty cool. Yes, sir. Um, so this has been episode 20, 
eight of the Undiluted Podcast. Thank you for being on this episode, as always. Thanks, Calista. My homie, Uncle Mike. Yeah. Uncle yes, Mike. Yes, sir, man. Please subscribe. You guys got to subscribe so you can get those notifications so we can get, get our subscriptions up as well. <laughs> Hell yeah. We need those, man. We, man, without you, there's no Facts. And that's no, that's no um, bullshit, cliche shit that I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying some real shit. So, hey, come fuck with us. Yes, sir. Um, anything you want to say to close it out? Take it home. Uh, man, nothing much. Uh, man, go watch Ninja Scroll if you're an anime fan. Uh, other animes to check out. Uh, I know you, you know Jay. You always talk about ty- Attack on. T- Titan, you know, uh, yeah, there's Naruto oh, yeah. out there. And, uh, Shout out to my daughter Chloe, mm-hmm. man. Man, she loves Attack on Titan. Like that's her number one show. Period. Mm-hmm. And, and they also remade Voltron. That's on Netflix. I gotta finish that up. I think they come out with like a new season every quarter. I feel like every four months. So. Uh, go check out Voltron if you're a fan of that back in the day. That's remade on Netflix. Uh, shit, it's a lot of lot of lot of uh, anime out there, man. A lot of good ones as well. So I'm hoping they they they, yeah. they remake Roman Warriors. I've been trying to research and look up for that. But other than that, man, uh, yeah. follow us. You know, at Undiluted, and that's about it for me. I gotta tell them though. They gotta stop sleeping on anime. It's like, I don't know, I don't understand at this point why so many people are sleep on anime. Like, come on, man. Why? What's your reason? But you know, anime always been like a, it's been like a, it's a large community, anime fans, but it's also been like a cult following, you know, type of ordeal. Nah, nah, but they gotta, you gotta realize at some point, like this is good shit. Let me watch this. Let me understand this. Let me. Yeah, but ain't everybody. That's why I call it a cult following because you know it ain't that. It ain't that. It's very, very popular, but it's one of those fan bases and genres that everybody's not gonna take the time to watch it. It just is what it is. It's just one of those type of mm, things. Well, we gonna be the ones. To get them up, yeah. like, hey, hey, check Most it out, definitely. check it out, y'all. Hey, like I said, like it is so many different ones. It's um, I can't even name all of them. Like I said, you can start out with Dragon Ball Super. You can start out. You can check out Death Note, or you can go to my homies. Like I said, I pointed out um, Evangelion, um, Neon Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of movies. Uh, what, man, uh, Akira, that's a real old school anime movie. Uh, yeah, Ghost yeah. in the Shell that just recently got remade. Um, of course. hell yeah, they got. Hey, check it out. Do something. Just mm-hmm. hey, it's it's a good. You know, even if you're not into the series of Cybers, the movies are just as good, man. You know. You know, you off on the weekend on Friday night, get you some popcorn, pop them in, sit back. Just like I used to do Bruce Lee movies and 
and, and Jackie Chan movies. I got, I still got a listen to that on DVDs, and you know, just pop them in. You, if you're a huge karate or kung fu fan, it's the same thing. Yep. Yes, sir. And this has been episode 28 of the Undiluted Podcast. Um, much love to y'all. Keep supporting. I hope I hope we saying shit that y'all love to hear and y'all understand. If you don't understand, then just hit up me or Mike. We can talk about it. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. When well, you got number love for y'all, like, what? If we, if we talking. And we not gonna say anything out our mouths, but anything for y'all to understand. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Till next time, peace and love. Peace and love. Excelsior.